is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And I'm joined, we have in, this is a big honor. Mm-hmm. We got famous people. Famous people well, in the studio. They're famous because they were mentioned on a previous podcast. Janine Yanish is here today. Glad to be here. And her new husband, Jerry Lee Jones. Good morning. Great Wednesday morning. <laughs> he has a good voice for radio, doesn't he? Yes, he does. That's why he's here. I'm no so happy reason. that you have people in the studio because I'm tired of carrying this program. I know. It's a heavy, <laughs> heavy lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In spite of the fact that Ramon is grossly overpaid, he actually does quite a good job. I think so, too. He, Thank he, you. He carries me. I wouldn't. Where would I be without him? Probably in the exact same place. I'd be here on that Jeremy guy. Yeah, the know. other guy down the hall would be doing Where it. was Jeremy today? I walked past his little office. He wasn't there. Probably and hiding the, And from the me. other people with the other show, they weren't there. Nobody's here. Nobody's here today. But oh, you, yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't handle it when okay. you're in the building. Was it the full moon? We had a full moon. Oh, recently. recently. <laughs> full moon. pre-record this. Yeah. Okay, so we always start with uh, what I like to call the headlines of the day. Would you like to participate in the headlines of the day, guys? Sure. Yes. I also like to call it pressing this button to make this sound effect. Now, before we do that, before we <laughs> all right, fine. Look at <laughs> how got quick just I... a taste oh, of it there. That's a look. Jerry and Janine were recently married in Vegas. Yes. Congratulations! So I, Thank you. I picked this Vegas hot Vegas headline just for them. All right. Excitement is building. Now, when we were in Vegas for your wedding, I noticed this. There was a, a Vegas strip club that was offering the vaccine. Nice. Yeah, but there was a two-shot minimum. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you're doing the rim shot there, you know, Jerry is a drummer, a professional drummer. I did not know that. Wow. A full tilt band that plays at the Chopper Hopper Biker Bar. Oh, I've been there oh, yeah. many times in Oklahoma City. It's wild and crazy. It's, it's super crazy. So uh, what do we you know? Now they know nothing about real estate. Did you know that, Ramon? They're not here for that. Do you know why they're here? They're on vacation. They're on vacation. <laughs> Fantastic. Exactly. We know a little. We bought a house last year. So that's true. They live in a home. <laughs> <laughs> they are homeowners. Uh, Janine's parents bought a home in Oklahoma City while I was there. It happened. That's right. Well, you helped. Well, you know, I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> they said, what do you think? I go, uh, these power lights. Uh, I don't know about that. Right. No. But they bought it anyway. They bought it anyway. Good bones. <laughs> I, I knew the power lines wouldn't be a problem when the seller was standing outside burping her three-eyed baby. I don't think that was a bad sign. Do you? <laughs> I don't think that was a problem. So what we were – I was going to talk about goals, so now we have Janine here. Now, last time Janine was here, we she has a podcast called the – Live, Love, Laugh Leadership Podcast. And then they they talk about mindfulness. And every time they say the word mindfulness, you mm-hmm. have to take a shot. It's a drinking game now. Because <laughs> I invented it. <laughs> and you will be faced. <laughs> That's the deal. So uh, tell us the ingredients of goal setting. Now tell them what you do. You're a healthcare 
Sure. So I don't use um, the words nonprofit because I hate those words. Okay. That's what I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Know what I'm talking about? So I am the executive director for a blankety blank (laughs) organization. No. 501c3 that we help support the free and charitable clinics in central Oklahoma with specialty care, prescription assistance, and patient navigation. So sick, broke people can plug in. <laughs> we help people because it helps overall our whole state, nation to have healthy people. Yeah. And then uh, then you get a big load of uh, crap delivered in a big truck on pallets, and I go there in the middle of summer sweating like a June bride in a feather bed. We did have the privilege and honor last year of helping the free clinics with their personal protective equipment needs, and we did get shipments from all over the country of mask gloves, face shields, hand sanitizer, and periodically – we would need volunteers. Now, after all the work was done, the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. me and Greg. That's right. Now, he's a bodybuilder, so he, he knew what he was doing. And then Jerry, at the last minute, shows up Rolls and tries, tries to do something and <laughs> completely ruins everything. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> right. Well, we had that that's box that didn't box fit fell through apart. the The box fell apart door. because you were doing stupid things with it. But that's beside the point. So we want to talk about goal setting. And you have some uh, – the essence of goal setting. Sure. So a popular acronym. 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 Remember, this we're, is what we're on vacation. When you're day drinking before the podcast. <laughs> the love of God. For executives is called SMART. And that stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. And when we set our goals, they should fit within those five parameters. Now, that's the first time. Ramon will back me up. We've ever talked about anything smart on this show. I think it's the first time we've used the word parameters in this <laughs> podcast. And we will as well. never do that again. No. I'm against that. Keep it out of the I have the a show. poor sense of my own personal boundaries, so no parameters will be correct. We're going to violate that a minute immediately. <laughs> yeah, so starting out specific. Oh, there's one specific. So let's say I'm in real estate because mm-hmm. I used to be. Mm hmm. And uh, those folks that are tuning in probably are. If they're not, I don't know why they how they got here. But anyway, so the specific goal. So let's. So I always give brand new agents a goal. So sometimes a brand new agent, they just got their license. They find me on the interwebs or whatever, on the Googles or Mm -hmm, something, mm -hmm. and then they sign up for my coaching in the middle of the night. Then I call them the next day, and I say, hey. What's your story? And they say, oh, I got, just got my license you know, recently and they uh, signed up with a company and now they signed up for my coaching and they're too new to know what their goal should be. So I tell them I want to – I find out if they prefer to do listings or buyers. So I kind of describe the differences. So buyers, you would be uh, – to make a lot of money with buyers, it would probably be an open house thing. You do open houses. You drive people around, show them houses. Uh, and then listings would be more like a telemarketing thing. So most people who come to me prefer listings. And they make twice as much money if they do listings. But nobody should do what they hate. So uh, we're going to go with 40 – you folks scoring at home can write this down. 40 listings if you were brand new in your first 12 months. That's specific, isn't it? It is very specific. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then 
how you're going to do that. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. So the, the rule of thumb we use here at Fearless Agent, Inc., as I like to call it, uh, if you schedule five listing appointments a week, two of them would probably cancel and then you'd go on three. And if you only got one of the three, then you'd, uh, you'd do 40. How many weeks are in a year, Janine? Let's do 52. Well, here's the thing. In a realtor year, there's really not 52. Because of holiday weeks? And like Jesus was only born on one day, but we over-celebrate that even by his standards, don't you think? <laughs> and then, I do not. Yeah, and then Jerry's birthday, that's a two-week extravaganza, and then I got to get him out of rehab and jail. So there's that. <laughs> yes. So there's probably about 40 working weeks in a realtor year, which has the other amazing thing of making it a 10-month year. Then I can divide by 10 and the whole thing's easier for my tiny brain. Okay. Okay. So five is the goal, scheduled listing appointments a week. Correct. If you were working with buyers, you could use the same ratio, five in-office buyer appointments scheduled in one week. What's the next letter in the acronym? M. What does that stand for? Measurable. Okay. So we did measure that. So we could say, let's say, oh, I'm going to do math on the air. You ready? You ready for math? I this is how indeed. we ice Here the we crowd. Math, math is so much fun, so much fun for everyone. Math. Yeah, math. You please, never dance. You never dance. Please, like no dancing in the studio. <laughs> Good Lord. Watching white people dance is like watching black people ice skate. <laughs> Did I'll, I just say, is that racist? I just said it. I'll edit I, that out. No, he said it's funny. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so uh, you know, we can edit. We should have been doing a lot of that. Okay. So uh, let's say your average sales price is 300000 Let's say you're a fearless agent, so you take every listing at 7% and you keep 4%. Oh, my God. I can't do math. Oh, this really is bad when you have a broken calculator. So Shall I play the song again just uh, to cover you, you? You might have to. So 300000 What's the next <laughs> A for attainable, achievable. Well, what's not attainable is me using this simple calculator. (laughs) Is the goal reasonable enough to be accomplished? 12,000. 12,000 would be the gross closed commissions. And if you get to keep half of that after the split and the write-offs and the gas in your car and your car payment, that would be 6,000. And if you did 40 of those, that would be $240,000 a year net taxable income. So- the 240000 is not going to be attainable in your brain unless you schedule the five. If Correct. you don't schedule the five a week, the 240 is never going to happen. The 40 is never going to happen. The, the 12000 the six, none of that's going to happen. Correct. So we have to go back to S, specific. Oh, Who, what, S. where, when, why, which. We're going back to the basics. How are we going to get those five appointments? Jerry, how are we going to get them? Good question. Tell me. Crickets. We're going to cold call. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to call up and down the street. We're going to knock on doors. We're going to call our sphere of influence asking for Mm -hmm, referrals mm -hmm. proactively. We're going to call for sale by owners. We're going to call expired and canceled listings. We're going to hold open houses. And realistically, there's not one other thing you could do that would ever make you the big bucks and get you what we just talked about. So. Very good. What's another letter in the alphabet? Okay, the so acronym? we've yeah we've done specific, measurable, attainable. Did we cover attainable? The the how? 
Oh. Is the goal reasonable enough to be Let's accomplished? Talk about that. Reasonable, Reason- attainable. What does the R stand for? Relevant. Worthwhile. I hate that word. Is it Maybe worthwhile? it's because I'm irrelevant. Is each goal consistent with other goals you have established and fits with your immediate and She's reading again. Plan? Remember last time we was on the show, we could tell she was reading stuff. Remember that? Remember? No, she sounded fantastic. No, she did sound fantastic. That's she didn't different. sound like she was reading. It sounded like it was all coming from the top of her Extemporaneous. head. Extemporaneous. Right. Boom. Right. Really? Like photographic memory. Right. Yeah. Maybe a little yeah. fuzzy, but it's a photograph nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a pornographic memory. Is that a problem? Do you have a pornograph, though? No. To play it on? No, I don't. Uh, what else you got? Okay, so the, I'm going to drink coffee. Should so I have we, a coffee break? We've made break? it to R of smart. Hang Next. on, we're going to have a coffee break. Hold and on, I think is, we uh, covered the T right off the bat. That's timely. When we have our forty weeks planned out. It's time for coffee. Time for coffee. Folgers. It is the best part of waking up, isn't it? Here we go. <laughs> the best Oh, I feel better already. It says your objective should include a time limit. I will complete this step by month, year, day. Right. So it's five, five. scheduled per week. Mm-hmm. Per week. So how do you do that? Well, the secret to hitting your goal is not committing to the goal. You don't commit to the 240. You don't commit to the 480 gross. You don't commit to the the 40. You don't commit to the uh, – Five, you commit to not getting off the phone until you've scheduled five. So how long does mm-hmm. that take? You'll know after you did it. Right. Now, Jerry, you clean carpets. Yes, I've been Jerry is a business owner. Number one cleaning company in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Right? Yep. In business, been in business 51 we years. Them? We don't have a jingle. Do you have a jingle? No, I don't. Give give Jerry a jingle if you need your carpets cleaned. <laughs> um, the only thing I have is this. It's probably not appropriate. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, See, that's appropriate. Right no, that's that fits right in. I, had. I apologize. Sandy Sheen, ladies I and apologize. gentlemen. That's the jingle. So, I, can, I can come up with a little jingle someday. Yeah, sure. You're a Sandy, jingle. Sandy Sheen. Sandy, Sandy. Sandy that's Sheen. That's the dancing part, though. Again, we've <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> There's no video to this podcast, only audio. That's the way Janine dances in the biker bar, too. Same thing. She only has one move. That's Two fingers up. Boom. Two fingers up. Yeah, that's all right. Signature move. Everybody else is face down because of two fingers. She's two fingers up. (laughs) So, Jerry, you and I have actually cleaned carpets together. We have, yeah. I was very little help. Did you notice how that worked out? It was nice. (laughs) Nice to have me there. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then – I'm halfway through that carpet cleaning experience, and Janine shows up late and then takes me off to that cryogenic tank thing. Remember that? Yes. I so love tell cryo. us about that, Janine. Sure. So it's three minutes, max three minutes, negative 260 degrees, and it has more benefits than I can even list. In negative? One. More benefits. Negative 200. And oh, 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 yeah. Positive benefits, though. Negative degrees. How many degrees? Negative 270. 270 degrees mm-hmm. below zero. I will tell you, though, it's more comfortable than an ice bath. It's harder to get in a cold ice bath than it is cryo. Yes, the, but you would seek to avoid a cold ice bath at all costs. Is that the Wouldn't same you? thing they have Ted Williams' head in? Yeah, Ted Williams' head was there at the place I it went. It was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because your head pops out. It's kind of like when you go to uh, Buca de Beppo and they got the Pope's head under yeah. glass. It's kind of like that, only completely different. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Except the body's in and ice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Your body is in ice. But, no, no. It, but it, what it, it's the ice, um, the gas. I think it's nitrous oxide. First of all, oxide. she gets naked. I, nitrogen. Okay, she's naked in there. I'm fully clothed the whole time, Jerry. Don't you have to worry. <laughs> and I'm, and I, I need to be fully clothed because just the air conditioning of the place was a little cool for me. And then uh, the lady who was running the thing, I said to her, I go, this seems like the stupidest thing ever. She goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> but she'll really pay for it. Inflammation, it takes your inflammation down. It gives you this great burst of like endorphins and energy. They use it for depression to help alleviate or elevate moods. Because, it's amazing. Mm-hmm, because that would elevate get, my mood because I wouldn't be freezing anymore. So I feel happy. <laughs> it wouldn't elevate everything. No. Your well, mood you're right. Up, yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. And so it does have a lot of benefit that way. So for athletes or just anybody, really. I, Jerry, what do you think of the whole thing? I've done it once. Oh, did you do it? Yes. Oh, I'm I shocked. Never went back. Now, you look level-headed. I wouldn't have thought you'd done that. <laughs> yeah. I like to try everything once. Not everything. He likes yeah. to try some things way more than once. I can tell you that. <laughs> what was your experience, Jerry? I thought, did you like it? He never went back. No, not really. He tried it once. Yeah. I think that answers that question, Jeannie. <laughs> did was, he try it? It, to it was cold. Did you do it to impress her? No. Of course. He's kind of like Jer- Jerry and yoga, too. He's kinda... He hasn't done a thing not to impress her since I know him. That's right. <laughs> not one thing. And he's, he's tried some things that didn't impress her. I can honestly say that. He stopped wearing Harley shirts. Now, what kind? That's mm-hmm. That goes against everything I believe in. I know. You, you actually quit. And he's, and he's sitting here looking like Don Ho today. <laughs> Can we get him a ukulele? Do we have anything in the, <laughs> Hello, in the back? Hello. That's right. All right. Let's get back to goals. Okay. Should we get back to goals? So that's our smart objectives. I think we nailed it. Did that. we do them all? Mm-hmm, we did all five. But oh, now minute. we can move on. Unless you want to drill down some more. I'll so we can set story. another goal. We can go through the process story. again. So uh, my uh, – Best friend and I, we decide that we're going to buy matching black Harley Davidson Sportsters and ride across America. This is when we were 20. Okay. So if you think of the average 20-year-old today, you can't even imagine them doing that, can you? They're like punks. So we buy matching black Harley Davidson Sportsters and then we we had to quit our jobs. Now, these were loser, low-life, dead-end jobs at the gas. We're pumping gas. At the gas. This is when people came out and checked your oil and pumped your gas, you know. So then we ride off and we go to every border of America and um, went down the Blue Ridge Parkway, the Appalachian Trail. And uh, so it was 7,000 miles, I believe, in one month. Impressive. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It was crazy. And we were drunk and high every day, so that took the edge off. But still, it was crazy. So uh, Easy we ride. Thought, so we were at a Mexican food restaurant. I'm going to plug it, La Fonda. And uh, I, said, I said to him, I said, hey, I think we should buy Harley Davidson's and ride across America. What do you think? He goes, I'm in. Just like that. He didn't, have, he didn't think about it. So then uh, every day we would plan. So – you know, it, it, the whole thing is a planning nightmare when you think about it. For we had to save up to buy the motorcycle. So a year later, we're riding off into the sunrise. Yeah, it was crazy. So we broke it down into little stuff. Now, on a Harley Sportster, which is what we bought, which is tiny, uh, you, can, you, have, you can go only 100 miles. 
and you have to have gas. So it was, and it was during the uh, the Jimmy Carter gas shortage. So it was. <laughs> it, so we siphoned gas out of cars part of the way. But uh, was that the big hair days? And yes, that's illegal. Yes, that was the big Afro day. <laughs> so, uh, but it's like that. You break it down into little steps, and then once you get to the East Coast, there's only one way to get home. <laughs> so you got to right. go. Smart goals. Yeah. Break Specific, it into little chunks. Measurable, attainable. That's the A, attainable. Smart attainable. planning. So if I was a realtor and uh, let's let's do it this way. Let's take a $150,000 house. We're not going to do math, but I'm going to break down this. So let's say you take a $150,000 house and you could use a multiple of that if you're Commission is more than if your average sales price is more than that. So if a three percent side, we're going to be non-fearless agent for a minute. That would be a forty-five hundred dollar gross close commission. So if you give, if it takes three presentations to get one listing sold, which would be normal, uh, then each presentation you go on earned you fifteen hundred dollars. So even if you don't get the listing, you say, oh, I earned $1,500 just because I went. So that was kind of my mindset when I was a realtor, right? I would, I would break down each little activity and how much money am I making doing that thing. And then if it takes me five appointments to schedule those three presentations, then each appointment roughly every time I book one has earned me $1,000. So I'm calling you know, to do that. So then how many hours does it take me? to schedule one appointment. So let's say that it takes you two hours to schedule one appointment. That'd be $500 an hour. So that's a million dollars a year if you work 40 hours doing that. So if it takes you four hours, it's $250 an hour. If it takes you six hours, you're earning $150 an hour. If it took you eight hours to book that appointment, you'd be earning $125. So yesterday I was talking to one of my coaching students He's brand new and he booked his first uh, listing appointment. I said, well, how many hours of calling did it take you to book that appointment? And he said, 12. Now, I said, well, what's your average sales price? And he said, 900. So he's earning $500 an hour. You know, that's the way that works because the price point is so high. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. if you break your goal down into little chunks, was that one of the acronyms? Break it down into little chunks. There's no B in SMART. Right. The, I think it's the attainable, achievable, measurable. So if you break it down into little chunks, then it doesn't seem so bad. And you say, oh, I'm making money even not when I'm getting the listing or making mm-hmm. the sale. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's more uplifting, I think. Sure. Well, and how do you know that you're making a smart appointment? Oh, here's how you know. I'm glad you asked that. This See, she's a professional, Jerry. Yes. You see how that worked? I'm paying attention. She knows I know the answer to that. She's not going to ask ask a question I don't know the answer to. So there's six, count them, six ingredients to a gettable listing appointment. Now, I can't remember them in my head because I'm old, right, and stupid. So I have my own acronym. Would you like to write this down, Janine? Sure. Yeah, and that's important too when you're setting your goals to write them down. So it's B. That stands for both home. All the decision makers are there. If it's a husband, wife, or two partners, everybody's got to be there. B stands for both home. I stands for I'm gonna, I have to sell. 
If they don't have to sell, they're not going to sell because moving is hell and you wouldn't do it for fun. So it's they have to be a real seller. A real seller is somebody who is going to sell at fair market value, whatever that turns out to be, and the market decides what that's going to be. But they're moving one way or the other. Uh, next is T. T stands for two hours. Trick them into a two-hour appointment. Now, you're not going to tell them it's going to be two hours, but they have, you have to have two hours to spend with them uh, to get a listing. It, it would take at least two hours, but that's what the appointment's going to be booked for. Uh, next is the letter C, CMA, which stands for Country Music Awards, Jerry. <laughs> no, Comparative Market Analysis. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's asleep. Did he, did he doze off during our little show? <laughs> I think he shuts down when he hears the word country music. Right. And then uh, – so you've gathered all the information on the phone while scheduling the appointment to do a complete ballpark market analysis and then H – Stands for what's the uh, what's the acronym spelled, Jerry? B i t c h. <laughs> so H stands for how much the seller thinks their house would sell for. So you ask the million dollar question. If you ask a seller how much do you think your house is worth, you're going to get one answer. And if you say the fearless agent million dollar question, if you were going to win a million dollars by guessing correctly. What price realistically do you think a buyer would pay for your house? You're going to get a completely lower answer. And then you also need to know how much they owe mm-hmm. on the house. So if you have all those ingredients, five, then you're going to, or six, then, then you're going to get uh, your, your likelihood of getting the listing at 7%. If you can do the fearless agent listing presentation and pricing presentation and maybe the for sale by owner presentation is very good. So that's that's how it's done. Very nice. Thank you for asking that and making me look smart. Always make the host look smart, Jerry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else you got there? So dream big. Oh, dream big. Mm-hmm. Think bigger. Most people, you know, I notice that when people call me, you know, there's a there's a fine line between dreaming big and being realistic. Mm-hmm. So is it realistic to do 40 listings as a brand-new agent uh, that got your license yesterday in your first 12 months as a fearless agent? Yeah, very realistic. I've had people do over 100. Um, but when people tell me – I don't normally ask people what their goal is, unless, but if they tell me um, – and they and it's something crazy like, oh, you know, I'm I want to do 300 listings or I want to make um, half a million dollars, and I go, well, what what did you make at your last job, you know, last week? And they're making fifteen dollars an hour working at Burger King. Then I think, okay, maybe they're we need to right size them a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, people can do what people end up doing way more than they think they can do with fearless agents, so that's not uncommon. Dreaming big and then setting the goal, which we've talked about setting goals. Yeah, and then they just say, okay, I'm going to do five. So the goal is five, schedule five, and which doesn't seem that bad. It's only one a week. Mm -hmm. So if I said, hey, your goal is to make 240,000 net. If I said your goal is to make $480,000 gross close commissions, you'd say, I don't think I can do that. 
if I said, well, it's net 240, like it's a salary job with a company car, you'd still might maybe say, I don't think I can do that. Let's say you were a uh, restaurant guy or a hair cutter or something like that. They might say, I don't think I can do that. If I said uh, it's 40 listings, you might not. You might say, gee, I don't think I can do that. But if I said it's schedule five listing appointments a week, that's only one a day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they think maybe I can do that. Right. And then that's the third part, take action. And some people think I can't do that and then they do three in a week. I go, now how many do you think you can do? They go, I know I can do five. Then they do five. I go, now how many do you think you could do? They go, I think I could do eight. That is kind of the way that works. You, mm-hmm. you, you don't think you can do it until you already did it or you almost did it. So uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's how it worked for me. So, so I want, by the way, if any of this crazy stuff that we talk about here on the podcast makes sense to you and you are earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help, you can always – Call me anytime if you would like to learn more about Fearless Agent Coaching. You can call me at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. If it's not, we'll admit that to each other. And I'm still happy to help you in any other way I can. And... um, Also, go to fearlessagent.com and watch our uh, webinar there. It's about 45 minutes long. Take lots of notes. Go to the video training page. Watch those videos. Go to the speaking page, which is where I sell my little speaking gigs. But there's an excerpt from a two-day event there that will help you watch that video. And my guarantee to you is that would be much better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you even for free uh, until you can afford us. So uh, now one thing I have people do is keep track of certain things. So I was not a great record. What do you keep track of in your business? Oh, we have to keep track of everything. Your metrics that you track. Sure, yeah. Stats is very important, especially when you're in a blank, blank organization, non-for-profit. Uh-huh. We have a lot of accountability. Oh, she got it in there. <laughs> Did you see that? Now, account- yours, is yours a non-profit, Jerry? It feels like it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not carpet, he's not cleaning carpets for free. Yeah. Now, you're the number one uh, Persian rug cleaner. Was that what they call it, oriental rugs? Oriental and Occidental. They don't have to be Oriental. But it could be Occidental rugs. Yes. Any rug. Uh, oriental rug is a hand-knotted rug uh, normally from the Middle East, but it's mm-hmm. um, normally – But wool, that's your specialty. People bring them to Wool knots on a you. cotton foundation. Yeah. People bring them to us. We pick them up, but we've uh, perfected the formula for hand-washing these rugs in the last uh, 50-something years. And how long has your business been there? Since my father started in 1969. And I've been there. You have? It's right on Route 66. It sure is. Almost historic. Kind of cool. Yeah. Did you grow up in that house? No, I did not. Okay. Uh, But it is in a house. That's nicer than the house I grew up in. Yeah. (laughs) Nicer than the house I grew up in, too, let me tell you. Which we can almost see from here, the hood. If there was, if that big skyscraper wasn't there, we'd be able to see the hood. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Where'd you grow up, uh, Ramon? Bakersfield, California. Okay. There's a country song. Yes, indeed. Streets of Bakersfield. Buck Owens is from... uh, you remember Buck Owens? I do. No, he he was from Bakersfield, and then he ends up owning the number one radio. So we're not supposed to say that number one FM radio station in town, KNIX. KNIX here, and then mm. KUZZ was the big one there in California. Now well. I fed him barbecue. He came into my restaurant. With Is that KNX. right? Yeah. Very I've been nice to game. his uh, Crystal Palace when Crystal Palace didn't mean a meth house. Is that right? Yeah. Where was that at? It was, right, it was right on Buck Owens Avenue. They named streets for the guy who yeah, sang sure. Streets of Bakersfield. Wow. Nice. That's cool. Where were we? Um, we were just talking about accountability oh, and keeping we, track of Were our, we talking about accountability? Okay. I don't know. I wouldn't be in touch. Oh, keeping track of your stuff. Yes. And how do you keep track of it? So I have a little form I use. Uh, you probably use a computer. Mm -hmm. I do. So I had a little form I used, and we would keep track of the listing appointments scheduled, the hours you called was the most important thing, second most important thing, listing appointments scheduled, then you would be able to calculate the dollars per hour you're earning after a year of doing that, then the number of listing appointments attended, and the number of listings taken, we're doing this on a weekly basis, and then the sales made, so buyer put under contract, and then the listings that go under contract, the amount of them, and then the closings that you have, and then uh, the prices associated with those once you do, do know them, like after it's listed, you would know the price. So if you, if you keep track of that stuff over a long enough period of time, you're going to notice some things like, hey, I'm not too great at this thing, uh, or... This seems to be my superpower. If you're not good at this, and this seems to think you're super, this is your superpower, most coaches tell you, oh, you need to get good at that thing you're bad at. I would say, no, ditch that and get better at the thing you're already great at. Get really, really great at one thing. So my thing was uh, listings. Uh, I am not Martha Stewart. I'm not going to say, oh, I think your thing would look good over there. That's not my scene schlepping people around to, you know, smelly houses, not my thing. I would rather go to the smelly house once, list it, and uh, and it's just a different a different thing. So buying a house is happy. Selling a house is almost never happy. So the reward is the money. You kind of have to settle for that. The sellers tend to be upset uh, more often than buyers would be because buy, buying a house is fun. Uh, but it pays better. So I was willing to listen to the baloney to get extra money, um, and that's just how I did it. So now, did you guys have fun here at the big podcast? We have, uh, yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Okay, so a goal without a plan is just a wish. Well, we're going to talk about that on the next episode because we're out of time. Ooh, a cliffhanger. There's a clock on the wall. (laughs) Stay tuned. Next week, what are we going to talk about next week? A goal without a wish. A goal without a plan is just a wish. What was the quote you you thought up on the way here? You thought up a know. genius quote. Don't remember. <laughs> Something about hitting bottom. Wow, dead air. Kind of like this podcast. No, he's got it. Right it's now. not. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> wow. So once again, I want to thank Jerry Lee for being here. Uh, I want to thank Janine. I was the ring bearer in their wedding. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, in Vegas. So With nice. Elvis. With, With Elvis? Elvis married them, yes. Yes. 
That is he, uh, he lives. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That is very Vegas. Congratulations yeah. once again. Yep. Bob so, said, who picks out their wedding songs five minutes before the wedding? And the answer is Jerry and Janine. <laughs> yeah, but he is a musician. He's a trained professional. Right. So, so yeah. he can pick him out quick. He really can. So once so again, lucky. I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit uh, us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Until next week, do the three things we always do. Have fun, because if it ain't fun, we're not doing it. Be humble now that you have all these newfound skills. But most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Thank you.